0: and welcome to the Mixed Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B-Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom-bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper and our returning former host, now guest, Malcolm. So for tonight's podcast, we're gonna be talking about our man Nas and his project, Magic. And we're gonna drop in with the flavor, Kev. Tell them where they can find us on social media.
1: You can find us on our Twitter at Mix Air Rap and our Instagram at Mix Air Rap. All right, Rap appreciate God. that,
0: Kev. So now we're getting ready to jump into it with the review of our man Nas's new project, Magic. And here we go with one of the project, one of the songs from the project that we really enjoyed, and that is Meet Joe Black.
1: Why would I ever have to copper chain again when the QE chain birth moves chains in the game? No post office, we stand for time. Took the slice out of the big apple, baked apple pies. Family size, leather bombers, and Nike Sakai. Dangerous was that you better pray that tomorrow arrive. Rap, sugar, Ray Robinson, nothing sweet. Y'all too out of shape to eat the even box for me. Heavyweight, I know my way around the ring. Just like Sawdy know what way around the store, making
0: hits hit boy, All he gotta do is hit recording record-breaking news, had to show up just to fill a boy. Confused boy little boys. Y'all better keep your voice. All right, and that was Meet Joe Black off of Nas's new project, Magic. Uh so let me start off with this question. Would anybody put this as one of his top five projects in his career?
2: You yeah, know That's an interesting question because. You're talking about all of the Nas records, and again, again, if if Nas is listening right now, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but there's some some booty Nas records. Like, there's some that's just like, uh, skip those. Nas' did not miss. Wait,
1: when you say records, you mean songs or just complete albums?
2: Complete albums. Okay. And it's just like if you're talking top five, the the. Number one is Illmatic. That's not a question. You could argue, at least from my perspective, you could argue stillmatic, or it was written as two. Maybe three is, maybe three is hip hop is dead. I maybe. might boost uh, King's Disease again, like, a little head of. <laughs> ah, you like King's Disease so much, man. Okay, but what I'm saying is, I think there's an argument to be made, like a very thin argument. I don't think you have to really even argue. Illmatic, it was written, or uh, Stillmatic, so three. And then if you want to put King's Disease four and then put Magic wow. five, that's, I love that's fine. Or, or no, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Saying, ahead, love I love that. I love that. I
0: love that you did that. I appreciate it. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, that that's fine. I, I would personally put Magic above both of the King's Disease records. I told you I liked them, but I wasn't really a big fan of them like some other people were. And this Magic record, it's a lot more concise. It's a lot more. I was telling my boy, because he listened to it, and he said he liked it, but he didn't really care for it. But sometimes, you know, word to Russell Simmons, one of the tightest quotes he ever said was, look, when you're making hip-hop music, one of the realest things you can do is just make a drum beat and just nothing else, just drums. And, you know, the whole Nas record, it's got some samples. It's got some, you know, ode to hip-hop throughout the years and stuff. But it's not trying to be new trap. It's not trying to be... Sample. It's 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 literally like '90s Nas. It's just drum beats, just talking about what's going on in his life or or the realness, or just it's back to that. And it's just like he even says it in one of the songs. I should have flagged which song it was, but he says people keep asking me why I'm not doing that old style. Why I'm not doing that old style? And it's just like this is gonna be in my. I might as well just say it now, but people have so many different ways to stream music now, from SoundCloud to Spotify, Apple Music and Bandcamp and, you know, Dat Piff and live mixtapes. I don't know if those still even exist, but you can seek out any kind of hip-hop you want. You want conscious stuff, you want street stuff, you want indies up-and-coming, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I feel like people like, uh, because I don't know if we're going to talk about the Dr. Dre record or whatever, but, like, don't try to be, like, new-school trap sound dr dre you're dr dre like you don't you do that west coast thing that you do or Nas sort of trying to sound like the new people or eminem has switched his flow so many times like i think hip hop is in such a place right now that do you do what you want to do do your style and people gonna seek it out if you want to make boom bap stuff make boom bap stuff you don't have to the only time you have to like go out of your way to like change your style and blah 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 stay relevant is if you're drake if you're trying to just stay on billboard for 37 years, you know what I mean? Like if you're not trying to do that, just keep it real, man. Like keep it rugged raw. Keep doing that stuff that I know you want to do. Like you don't want to do that. New stuff, man.
1: So you're, you're saying four or five
2: pretty much for, Oh magic. Yeah. Let me bring it back. Yeah. Cause I, I, I can't consciously put <laughs> magic over illmatic It was written or still but, Top five, yeah. I think. Well, I'm I'm going to jump in idea. and say that I really appreciate
0: the fact that you did bring up hip hop is dead because I think it was an unappreciated project by the. Yeah, for real, man. So
2: for real, I
0: believe that uh, you you know you even considering it in your top ten is appreciative to me. Again, I just this 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 project is bonkers. This is, yeah. It's that de- oh, man, it's tough cuz I like that I like that Kings Disease one and I don't know man, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. It's it's super tough. I would do definitely Illmatic. It was written Stillmatic. But then it, those next two it's definitely uh a a a 4A 4 a 4, 4B instead of a 4 and 5. It's just like I don't know. I, I really like this project I. Like
1: but, I mean, are you? But you're pretty much. It's saying definitely he in could the top in five. Top the five
0: problem though. is, is it four?
1: But that's not the question. Your question was, is it top five?
2: Yeah, I don't think that matters. Definitely yeah, I don't think it definitely matters if it's top five. It's top five.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that you know we could really. Yeah. It's hard to rank his catalog. Like Nas might be the most difficult person. And rank in ranking their catalog from top to bottom, why? Why?
2: Because there's some because some stinkers in there. I,
1: I, I'm a Nas Homer, so
2: yeah, okay.
1: I don't like with, with a lot of stuff that people say was was not great. I I, I can say no. It wasn't that bad,
2: huh? Nasrddamas. Nasrddamas. <laughs>
1: I mean, but but I'm okay. So come on, man. I'll go back to a couple months ago when you you made the point about double albums, and I went back and listened to Nas's double album, and I'm like, uh, it could have been condensed into one album. Exactly,
2: but it's bloated. That's the number one issue with it. Just- it
1: could have been condensed in one album, which I which I'll give you, but I I didn't think the two were that. I didn't feel like, oh, my God, Nas wasted a lot of musical, wasted his time doing a double album. I didn't feel like it was unnecessary either, though.
2: But, you know, and again, like, I have no verifiable proof that this is true. But considering the time period, 3 04, post-Blueprint 2, they hadn't squashed the beef yet. Jay-Z and Nas, you're not going to sit up here and tell me he didn't make a double album in response to Blueprint 2.
1: But Blueprint 2 wasn't that good, though. He didn't have to make a double album in response to Blueprint 2. If Blueprint 2 was a exactly. good album,
2: you're making the, I could, I could you're go with that point. point
1: I don't know if I could agree with that point, though. Did, did, did Nas ever do a live album? I don't think he ever did a live album, did he?
2: I don't think so. I'd have to I don't think so though. Right.
1: Jay-Z got a Jay-Z has a live album. But what um
2: yeah, Unplugged. What I'm saying is
1: No, he has two then.
2: What I'm saying here, that's not what we're arguing. What I'm saying is <laughs> <laughs> What I'm saying is uh Blueprint 2 was also unnecessary and bloated. There's a lot of stuff that you can pass on Blueprint 2. He didn't need to make a a double album in response to Blueprint 2, but he did. And He suffers the same things that Jay-Z suffered on Blueprint 2. Jay-Z even ranked his own albums on on Instagram or Twitter or whatever it was. And I think he put Blueprint 2 as the last, like the bottom one. Like, he don't even like Blueprint 2, which means... I I definitely know he doesn't like Streets Disciple. Man. And again, don't get me wrong. It's a couple of songs on there that is like, okay, okay. But it's bloated, man. It's just skip streets the man yeah that's skip what's Nas up well, let me just jump in and
0: say that I don't know if this counts but he did uh release a live album uh Nas live from Kennedy Center Illmatic that was in two-
2: oh yeah yeah a couple of years ago uh for the anniversary of Illmatic 2014 I believe he was doing shows around the United States performing Illmatic yeah, 2018 Illmatic. it was a release yeah
1: I didn't even know he released
2: it though. All right, so let's uh, let's bow yeah, to the yeah,
0: uh, yeah. younger uh, audience here, Malcolm. Your thoughts? Top five is magic in Nas's top five catalog.
3: I stayed out of the conversation because I did not. Um, I don't feel like I have enough knowledge to, you know, of his catalog to um, make that. Opinion. I mean, it's a good album, but I haven't heard enough of Nas's previous albums to to really make that assumption because I'm not really a big Nas fan. But you know, after listening to this, it was it was a nice touch. It was good to hear him, and like the production wasn't bad. You know, usually his production is not the greatest. So, in my opinion. all right
0: that's what's up. Yeah. We appreciate your uh, input, Malcolm. So let's uh jump into my next question. And that is your top three songs out of these nine songs on the album. Let's start with Kev. What's your top three songs off this nine song project?
1: I don't have a top three. I I I like the whole thing. Um it it was just it was just a vibe to me. I think, you know, from release day, I think I've been listening to like Magic and pilot Talk 4 like back to back if I listen to one I'm gonna play the other right behind it and it just it's just, it's just that vibe and that zone for me so I can play front to back both of those and I'm good so I don't really have like a particular song that I would like say oh I like this better than the other I like I it's, it seems so unfair that both of those albums came out on the same day so late in the year. I wish they would have came out earlier in the year or, and not and not on the same day because I think that, you know, I think 20, 2021 in music was, rap music was okay, but it would have been better if these albums would have been, would have came out earlier and spaced out. But I like all nine. I like all nine. I think that Nas is better doing uh if you want to call it eps or shorter albums seven to nine songs for me is is great i know he ain't care for the nausea album but when he did that those seven songs on there i was like damn i like this and this is the zone i think he should go with all the time leave it at nine and just stop because sometimes it 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 can feel like too much or it can go be overwhelming uh and kind of you know, make people feel like he's going in a different direction than that zone he was in when he was recording the album. So when he keeps it shorter, I think people enjoy it more. I mean, you know, pretty much he he just won his first Grammy, making a, what a, a eight song album with King's Disease one. So yeah, front to back to me, it's it's just front to back to me, and and I love yeah, that's what's
0: up. I'm gonna jump in here and just say for me as well. You brought up some really good points. He has trouble with cohesion outside of uh, Illmatic and Stillmatic. I really think that there is uh, uh, some issues with his. And that's what, again, that's what makes the King's Disease one album a tough one for me against this project, because they're both shorter projects than uh, Ill and Stillmatic, and they're just perfect for him that he was able to maintain his cohesion and really put out the best that he can do. I got a side question that I want to throw out there before we get to Reaper and have him answer both of them. Is he now competing for the number one spot? So Reaper yours, if you, if you have three that you like, or if you like the whole project, give us that information. And lastly, is he competing with Jay-Z at this point? I mean, the, 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 the number one rapper alive.
2: So Jay is still uh, by Maybe himself. Not. Man, yeah. Or, I mean, there's an argument to be made about Wheezy. Or, I mean, honestly, there's an argument to be made about Jersey Drake, and people don't want to hear that. But, nah, man. Nas's overall catalog is not super strong. Is not super strong. Because I was even, like, while I was, uh, while I was uh, listening to y'all a second ago, I just pulled up the catalog. There are some other ones in there. Godson is good. I don't know if you want to count Lost Tapes. Like, there's some good stuff that's in there. But just front to back, no, nah, this is a classic. Illmatic, Stillmatic, it was written. People might even argue me on it was written, honestly. But Illmatic, Stillmatic, for sure. Maybe you got to go back and forth with some people on, even on King's Disease, on Magic, on it was written, are these classics? But you go, through, you start going through Jay Z's stuff. It's just like, pfft. with the exception of Blueprint Two and maybe Dynasty, and maybe I know people feel different about uh, Kingdom Come. You could almost argue that every Jay Z record is classic for real. Wait, I'm not. Look, that's not me. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying you could. You could.
1: I know, but I think that. It, it the number one saying Nas putting Nas in that number one position is I think everything you just said, his catalog wouldn't justify the high ranking and who could you put at number one is all about preference. Like we don't have no structure or no criteria to say, this is what we would consider great because there are too many, you know, I mean, I I think you know Drake has phenomenal record sales, but I don't know if Drake has that many strong albums though. Does Drake have?
0: It depends on if you're talking about a head or if you're talking about the average, you know, top forty listener.
1: I mean, but does anybody like? I mean, okay. Case in point, and yeah, you're right on that. Like what what uh, Malcolm just said, he's not. Uh, verse enough in Nas's catalog to debate where magic should go, which is fine. But even with Drake and his contemporaries now, I mean, are they really making strong albums, though? Like, the classic album has... The classic album title has has been degraded year after year. Like, if you have four songs out of 12... And those four songs are just like number one songs of bangers. I mean, you could get a lot of people say, "Oh, man, this is a classic." And I'm like, "But well, how many good songs is it?" Well, you know, it's a couple a couple, no. I'm too old for that. I, I I mean to me, you couldn't call yourself you couldn't call it a classic if you, when you push play you you know, the album had to end before you realize you, you, it had to be silence before you realized that the album was over because a front to back, okay, we called it No Skip. In the 80s, if, if you know, you majority of the album was good, that was a classic. In the 90s, they went to No Skip. That, like, classes upgraded. So is Nas, can Nas ever be number one? I mean, I'm a big Nas fan, but I'll tell you, no, he can't ever be considered number one. So,
0: so let me ever. jump in because, again, you're you saying ever. That's a strong word. What I, what I put on the table was, is he
2: competing
0: to get there? And I'm saying what he's done with Hip Boy over the last three, two to three years, if he stays consistent and he's putting out way more music than Jay-Z is at this time, right, that he, you're telling me with, with, with King's Disease 1, with Magic, with King's Disease 2, if he puts out two or three more Solid projects like this, he's not. He's not in the conversation. That's my question. He's not even in the conversation.
1: I'm. Uh, I, I told. I'm biased. I am biased, but at the same time, I will give you a realistic opinion. When so many people will critique the middle of his catalog, and and he could he he would never be able to overlook that. It doesn't matter. I'm a huge fan. He's, he's, he's my, I, you know, we did the top five. He's, I got three number ones, but he's in it. But I mean, just from an overall aspect, it's kind of hard to put him up against a Jay-Z or LL or Drake or whoever else. When you look at the whole, when you look at his whole catalog, record sales, impact, all this other stuff you want to make, you know, create some quarter criteria rankings on one. He'll rank low on a lot I of stuff. I get you. I get you.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm thinking more on the head, you know, the hip-hop head's conversation that who will pass up the fact that he's had some really garbage, uh you know, production and that his flow is so
1: sick. That, but, but but see, those <laughs> are even worse though. It's like, even... I mean people from the 90s I like like okay so let's say the 35 and over crowd or the 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 28 and up who actually listen to um hip hop from the 90s they they I mean some of those are even worse than what you're saying though I, I mean like those guys will you know if you talk to these fans and in these and, and or read their comments <laughs> online I mean they really they dog a lot of artists. I mean, you got people who think Tupac is great, and then you got people who think Tupac is garbage. You got people who think Biggie didn't do enough. You got and you got people who got Biggie at number one. I mean, it's so... I mean, granted, it's very opinionated. It's an opinionated thing about who's number one. And that's what makes it so great, because all these other genres, it's not a lot of debate. It's like, you know, you, you like in, in pop music, it's... Michael Jackson, Madonna, Rolling Stones, The Beatles, and a random number five. That's most people, that's that's young and old's list. For the most part, R&B, you got Whitney and Luther and Anita, whoever whoever. That's most people's list. Country music, Shania Twain, um, this person, this person, this person. I mean, like, in most musical genres, it doesn't matter how old you are you'll see a lot of consistency in less but when you come to rap it you could kind of tell you can kind of tell where someone's musical taste is at or their favorite decade or favorite sub genre and rap by what they say I mean like you got like noel Wayne was able to call himself the the best rapper alive and I'm like who the hell who the hell let him get away with that But he was able to get away with it for so long. And then it came out the debate, is he the king of New York? He ain't even from New York. But there was a debate about could he claim the king of New York title at one time. I remember reading it online and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with these people? But is he making better music than Jay-Z right now? That should be the question. And yes, he is making better music than Jay-Z is right now. That's, That's a better question than is he... Chasing well, Jay's that: but the,
0: the problem is is we all know Jay-Z's in semi-retirement. You know, he's chasing a, a, a generational wealth bag that that Nas is in the game with, but is far, far further behind, in my opinion, than he is as far as musical legacy. Again, we we know for a fact that he cannot stand up uh, hit for hit with Jay-Z. But with what he's found with Hit Boy. I mean, think about how many songs he, how many projects he's dropped in three years. Nas has put out more music in three years than he put out in seven years when he first started.
1: I mean, yes, he's on this, he's in this zone right now, which is, which is great for him, which is great for his, his content, which is great for his fans, which helps his legacy. But he, I, Nas will never get over the middle of his catalog. It was, it, it will be a lot of people who will hold that against him. No matter what he does, what is no matter what is he's able to do to eclipse that he will always, most people will always hold that against him in any kind of best of or greatest or all time list he 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 has he has put out like his hits have been great and people will give him credit for that but if you would like make a top 5 and you know take your opinion or your or your feelings out of it and and and, and you could say okay you could pick who you want to make this top 5 I'm willing to bet you ninety percent of those people wouldn't have Nas in their top five, and you, I'm talking about taking feelings out of it and saying, "Here's the criteria." He he probably ain't gonna be in a lot of people's top five, to be honest. I mean, I mean, that's not it's not a knock against him, but I'm just being real. Like
0: so I'm, I'm just being that. real, and let's segue this into our last two questions and put a ball on this. And my next two questions you can answer at the same time is. He put out two projects in 2021. Does this or King's disease 2 make the uh, Grammys best album of the year? And is this a stream or no stream and your reason for it being a stream or no stream? Let's start with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, go ahead with that.
2: The
3: last part. Okay, could you so say the last, last part was time. stream
0: or no stream, and your reason why it's a stream or it's a no stream. I believe
3: we're talking about the the the. King's That's right. He made magic,
0: King's Disease correct. two. He put out King's Disease two, and he put out Magic in twenty twenty one. Which one?
3: So I think that the King's Disease was a stream. Um, I think both of them are stream in general because for him to put out music in 2021 and it was streamed well by, you know, hip hop fans, hip hop heads. Um I think that that says a lot about Nas in today's uh in today's age that he has lost no touch. Um and even though he may be out of sight, people still um appreciate him as an artist in his craft so I, I yes I get I stream, but... did
0: streaming what I'm saying is do you think which one do you think will be uh, eligible or should be on the best hip uh, Academy Awards best hip hop album hmm. King's all right there you go King's Disease 2 and stream from Malcolm let's move on to our man Reaper Reaper King's Disease 2 or Magic as best album of the year for Grammys and is this a stream or no stream and why
2: i'm not gonna sit up here and say i don't support the grammys but i don't support the grammys that don't matter they gave this man macklemore macklemore best rap album of the year are you out of your mind so no ever since then i can't get behind nothing there nothing they're saying and um magic is better than both the king's disease one and two stream it for sure um like i said earlier in my rant uh a more concise version (laughs) it's nine songs king's disease one and two both have 12 13 14 15 songs it's more concise um it's got those early on nas beats it's not just flat out boom bap like you know krs1 boogie down it's not like that but it's boom bap ish and uh you know just not a bunch of metaphors and stuff. It's not like punchline rap, but it's just keeping it real, keeping it rugged, raw, you know, back to the streets of New York hip hop. Yeah, that's to that, what's up. I
0: appreciate that. Down. I just want to play this one other cut that we really thought was good before we move on to the old heads, and that is Wave Gods. And here we go.
3: Since I proved my boy ready to make
1: an intro So crack. here yeah. No comparison We more solid than they are Me and Hitboy They say we like the new gang star Me and Flacco They say we the new wave gods Shout the back street, He me home in day god Wake up out the best Scruffy spark in my jank Shine my nickel plated, then I'm starting my date My old lady called me baby Told the part in my age
0: Alright And that was wave gods with uh, ASAP Rocky and my man DJ Premier, and uh, we're gonna move into it with the old heads. Kev, your opinion on King's Disease Two or Magic being a part of the uh, album of the year for the Grammys, as well as streaming no stream, and
1: why? I mean, as far as the Grammys go, I think Magic is too late to be in the running, but I do not think. King's Disease 2 uh was better than one. So I would say no as far as the Grammys go. I be- but if we're talking from January to December 31st, I believe that Magic could be in, should be in the running for Album of the Year, non Grammy. It's a total stream. Like I said, I, you know, I listen to a front to back, no skip. And I, I really enjoy it, so all right, guys. That, what's up? Appreciate that,
0: Kevin. For me, I know again, like like Kev said, that uh, uh, Magic cannot make the uh, Grammys this year. But if you're going by calendar year, I believe that this should be the one for uh, Album of the Year. Uh, Kings Disease Two was nice album, but just wasn't as strong as this pro- project. Uh, definitely got to give kudos to Hit Boy for uh, putting. Some of the best work on 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 stage for uh our man Nazir. And uh this is definitely a stream. And stream it because Hip Boy did his thing, stream it because Nas is a vibe, stream it because hip hop is alive and well because of Nazir Jones. All right. Now let's move into our next segment, and that's talking hip-hop, and I'm going to slide this over to Reaper, and we're going to talk about Dr. Dre's new project. So, Reaper, take it away.
2: All right, so for those that don't know, Dr. Dre just did a collaboration with Rockstar Games, uh, Grand Theft Auto, the the infamous Grand Theft Auto series. They have uh, a a new game pack or DLC, downloadable content for people that don't play games, um, called The Contract. And they got in touch with Dr. Dre and he put together a specific soundtrack for that portion of the game. Cause like when you drive around in the cars and stuff, it plays radio. So it's got a bunch of, you know, aftermath, shady songs on there, you know, 50 cent and stuff, you know, stuff that he's produced over the year, family affair, Mary J. Blige and stuff and blah, blah, blah. But he also added eight to 10 new songs, like original songs that's never been released just for the game. Um, And the thing was originally, you could only listen to the songs in the game, so people were like, "Oh well, I don't have the game, like how can I hear them?" And some people have since put them on YouTube, and they're starting to get on some other streaming services I saw so um I got a chance to listen to it uh this week, and I've got mixed feelings about it Joe, yeah, i listened to it and um
0: I just got throw my two cents in, and I'll, I'll swing it back to you uh I thought it was tired. I thought that he could have put. A little bit more ump into it I think he went real lazy and did not uh he didn't he didn't he was he's always been known for dropping new people on projects and I just thought that this one was him going back to his comfort zone and putting the people he knew that would bring fire to the to the tracks you know I could be wrong I'll I'll bow down to whoever's conversation is after mine but that's just my thoughts on it All right, go ahead with it, uh, Reaver.
2: Um, You know what? I could give you lazy, but not comfort zone, because I think if it was more comfort zone and less lazy, it would sound better. (laughs) (laughs) Because if if we, and again, it's like, you know, how, how, what's the line? How did I, people say I fell off? How my last album was the chronic. It's like, yo, if you just made those G-Funk sounds or made 2001 or just, even some stuff that he made after that, you know, I Need a Doctor and, you know what I mean? He he can still make, and he's made a bunch of songs on like the Eminem records over the years. Like he can still make stuff that sounds good. Or even he put out an album uh when the NWA movie came out, Compton, Compton, I think it was just called Compton. And it's some real good beats on there, you know, but does Dr. Dre still need to rap at this point? Uh, maybe, maybe not. And there's one song, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's the one that's got Eminem on it. Like I said earlier, Eminem has tried to switch his flow to sound like the, the young dudes to stay relevant. Or maybe he just want to try something new. I don't know. But clearly Eminem was the ghostwriter on that song because Dr. Dre has this like new school, you know, trap flow. And the beat is not really a trap beat, which kind of makes it weird, too. And it's just like, Dr. Dre, what are you doing, man? Like you're old, like, you don't need to rap like that, man. And again, thankfully, he doesn't rap like that on the whole album. But I was really disappointed in him. Like, if like if we was boys, I would be like, man, what you doing, man? No you doubt. Know? I'm definitely <laughs> going to
0: co-sign with you on that, Reaver. It, it, I know this track you're talking about. And I was I was puzzled by it. And I had to listen to it two or three more times. And I was still puzzled. I was like, why is he saying words like that? It was so weird, but you are so right. Now that you said it, I'm like, Yes, they tried to go with a trap sound and it was garbage. Oh man, go ahead with it, Reaper.
2: Yeah, that that's that's pretty much it though. I mean, like some I'm just looking at the, the track list, at least the, the one that I streamed. It's actually six songs. I feel like I saw another one that had more songs. I had that. ten. Um Okay. Because um, I've, I've definitely heard more than six songs, but the one I pulled up on this streaming platform only has six. But, uh, yeah, it's some good beats on air, man. It's some good. And, it, you know, a couple of songs, because the one with uh, Rick Ross, I believe, is like, I listened to it, like you said, two or three times. And I'm like, is that Dr. Dre? Like, I don't know, maybe his voice has just changed a little bit because he's gotten older or or something. But it, it didn't really sound like him immediately. They had to actually put some auto-tunes on it, it. Like, how about you yeah, I don't know what it was, man. It's just yeah, maybe it's just the production or they trying out some new yeah software or tools or something, but I don't know it just every track didn't definitely sound like, oh, that's Dr. Dre for sure, you know, and uh, I don't know, man, again, it's one of those things like like z like you said semi retirement man, and what does Dr. Dre have left to prove, or just he's just kind of making the music to make it, and surely rockstar games through him. A large sack of money to uh, make those original songs so I mean get your money black man you feel me but
1: <laughs> but it's a I think I think it's a thing of dr dre still has it even if you know people don't care for the music he still has the
2: appeal you know what I mean um you know what though i'll I'll give you that but it's one of those things like I was reading a thing just the other day. Did Jay-Z make a mistake coming back? If he would have just not made any music after the Black album, would he have been the undisputed king, best of, greatest of? And a lot of people say yes. And it's kind of like, how much more music can you make as Jay-Z? Or how much music can you make as Dr. Dre before you start diluting your catalog, your legacy? Hmm.
1: I don't want to go mm. on topic, but I'll answer this. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll go on topic for a minute. Okay. Jay-Z's 444 is fine. super grown man rap.
2: Okay. Okay, fine. You can have it.
1: So, And, 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 and what I mean, okay, so Marvin Gaye put out an album called Hear My Dear. And if you if you heard, you, if people heard the album but don't know the backstory, but if you know the backstory to the album, it elevated the album's greatness and i i equate 444 to hear my dear status it's we kind of you know you had questions about his personal life or backstories and stuff stuff and he kind of addressed it did and i think that's what elevated 444 I, i'm not saying that 444 was a bad album but blending his personal life in with the music made it better to me and i and i and i totally just, and I think a young person wrote that article, but anyway, but getting back to Dre, I'm, I've i been done with Dre. I, I mean, you know, the hype, the tension and all that, I've been done um, after, you know, he put out that 2001, I like 2001, uh, he put out Dr. Dre the Aftermath album, I liked that album, but you know, pretty much after that, it was like, you know, he had this, you know, this mystical, mythical album that he it was supposed to be his, you know, his masterpiece, better than the chronic one, and it was going to be, you know, the coup de gras, whatever. And right. you know, after some time, right. it didn't come out. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to produce or do anything else. I'm fine with that. I wasn't hearing that Dr. Dre had more music didn't excite me. Seeing Dr. Dre in a video game excited me because. I wanted to see if they had his likeness, if he actually did the voice. Um, was it just a brief scene he was gonna be in the game? How long, what interactions would the character have with him or anybody else? That's where my excitement was at more than the music. Um I listened to one full song and like snippets of three songs. Um I don't really think we could get, you know, as of yet, we haven't got the best quality. Of these songs from this game And that could be from what I listen to I don't know about what nobody else listens to So it's kind of Hard to judge music for a game That I think he had Little control over Like you know I think Rockstar said Hey we're going to put you in this game Here's some money, give us some original music But We want XYZ You know I think they said make music Based on XYZ As opposed to give us some new music because like you know uh, uh be what B- B- i said earlier dr dre normally features new artists and he kind of went back to you know anderson pack or whoever else he worked with previously and i think that has to do with rock star. so i mean if we're going to be you know n- you know have an opinion about the music not being that great can we put some of that blame on Rockstar, which I think they should deserve because I think so. But I think so. I don't think, I don't know. We don't know. No, we don't know.
2: I mean, but we don't, we don't, we don't know that, that Rockstar, you know, Oh, a contract dispute came out and Oh, I put out these songs and Rockstar made me do like, we have no evidence of that. For all we know, Rockstar hired Dr. Dre because, Oh, we want that Dr. Dre sound. You got carte blanche. And this is what he chose to put out. I will say that putting out songs, you know, similar to a soundtrack, I guess. Right. Because it's just for like, you know, in-game missions and stuff. I don't know if it should necessarily be graded the same way an album is graded because it's really just a collection of songs. But of those collection of songs, there's one or two that was like, all right, this sound all right. But all of the ones, the most of the ones that I heard were just kind of like, man, I'm kind of cool on that. Yeah.
1: I mean I, I I you know I I, I don't want to I feel like he could have did 2 or 3 original songs. I mean new songs and kind of did some of his classics because um I know, you know, because I had the game, you know, the old one of the older copies, some of the older copies I had on Xbox which was different from PlayStation back in the day because on Xbox you could uh you could change the music around. So you could put your own songs on the radio. Yeah, and you know and, and it was even though you were doing the same missions it still kind of gave you a different feel so like all my friends that had playstation they they didn't like playing grand theft on their playstation they would come to my house to play grand theft on xbox because i could put the songs on there that i wanted to and you know and and, and it and it's a different experience so i just feel like if you're listening to the stuff that you're not familiar with, and it's a part of this mission, it kind of takes away from the whole experience. Even, I mean, I haven't, you know, as a matter of fact, I, when they said this was coming out, I went to look for my copy of Grand Theft Five, and I think somebody got me for it. I'll be totally honest with you. I have no idea where it's at. And I think I'm about to buy another copy tomorrow morning, but <laughs> so I can probably give you a a review, a, a in-game review. You give me like another week or two, but it's you know it, it, it uh, <laughs> but it's about, it's about music though. It's about music. Now we doing it. Now we doing the game review. So I mean, but it, it, it's a different field. So you yeah. know, just listening to music that yeah. was right. uh, designed for a game, um, listening to it on its own. For me, it's a different field than actually in-game music. So I don't I don't know if this music that he made creates a vibe within the game that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Context. We need context because we're just hearing the songs, but it might match specifically with what this mission is about. Yeah, I got you.
1: Right, right. Yeah. I mean, but you know,
2: it, you know, it remains to be seen. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about it. that Yeah, session. definitely that's interesting.
0: I appreciate the conversation on that, gentlemen. Uh, and that was our talking hip hop conversation. all right so now we're going to move into our next segment which is the flavor and we're going to start the flavor off uh this week with our guest malcolm and his choice and here we go
1: made it out the shadow if i didn't want to see the day it's a setback every time i see the cage you got one fell if you do, then we can play. It got real dark. I like, bro, I see the way. It could be nacho cheese, mother shorty, frito lay I look both ways across the streets, and then she still wants to say, oh, go to church. Man, damn, I need to pray. S O S A V A V Y Game.
0: All right, and that was Bitch Wear by Chief Keith. Let's jump into it. I'm going to start this one off and just say that. uh, you know, it's good to hear Chief Keefe, you know, and then like having the original trap God in the house and uh, seeing where he's at with his music. And I, and I appreciated the fact that it feels like he's moved forward a little bit in what he's done. And uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So let's move on to uh, Kev. Kev, your thoughts on Bitchware by Chief Keefe.
1: Uh, I've I really, really liked it. Yeah, I, I know I, I, I may talk a lot about the uh, the younger artists, but... Chief Keef is one of is is one of the few that I can really um, listen to a whole album of his, and and not feel like not feel like an old man per se. So yeah, I I really like it. I'm glad he's back. Uh, you know, you I, I've seen little stuff that you know he's doing real good. He kind of got out that that um I don't think he lives in Chicago anymore. I think he lives in, like California or somewhere else now. So yeah.
3: Yes, he lives in L.A. There's not. Yeah, does not live in Chicago. Right, no.
1: right. So they, so um, you know, a lot of people saying that he his life is just like so much better in L.A. and and I'm glad to hear that because it's you know a lot of these these young guys, it doesn't matter if they really out there in the streets or it kind of turn their life around. Yes, um, staying in your home could be one of the worst things that they can do. So, I mean, we just saw with young Dolph, you know, him, you know, coming really, you know, coming back home and, and kind of doing some stuff good for his community. And and he was murdered, like, you know, pretty much not that far from his na- his old neighborhood. So, yeah, I'm glad Chief Keefe is doing well. He's still doing music and he hasn't blown his money and he still, you know, makes good music song. All right, I really appreciate that,
0: that, Kevin. Let's jump into it with Reaper. Reaper, your thoughts on Cheek Keeps Project, Bitch
2: Like, man, I don't mean to be disrespectful, man, but did y'all listen to the same song I listened to? That song is booty, like Cheeks. Like, <laughs> what? Are y'all being for real? Like, again, Don't Like came out when I was in... You didn't like the production? No, absolutely not. It, mm. it took, like... 60 seconds for the beat to drop and this man said that's what they like i've heard that on other artists try to try to put that
3: implement that in their their, their music recently when they like prolong the, the the drop and that's
2: the other thing too like not that i'm against it not every song has to have the same format or whatever but if you're gonna do that like it better come in hard when it comes in and it it just doesn't it comes in mild And the crowd goes mild. No, I'm cool. I'm cool on that song. And he said, nacho cheese like Frito-Lay. Oh, my gosh. That joke is so 1997. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Delete that song. Like, my apologies to Chief Key. If you feel offended, delete that. All right. That's what's up. All right. Let's jump into it with Malcolm. Malcolm, your reasons for
3: choosing Chief Key's bitch wear. It was a great, um, great way to start his album phone him. I didn't expect him to start off the the first song on there to sound like that, but it was a great way to bring in the album. I enjoyed the album. It was it was great to hear and put out some some music. Um, long awaited, you know. So I enjoyed that. Enjoyed that first song. You know, um, the album was great. So
0: yeah, that's what's that's up. I really appreciate that. Uh, I I think uh, you know. It was a good reminiscence of uh, trap of old, and seeing where the young man has uh, moved into his life. And you know, again, the 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 production and maybe the rap were whack, but at least he's grown in some way. And and I always will appreciate growth in uh, artists. So now we're moving on to our next song in the flavor, and that's brought to us by our man Kev. And here we go.
1: my ramen is superior, climbing
3: and inferior. My diamonds shining clearer, your diamonds is shining fairer. And if you be what you attract, then look in the mirror exterior. Sword is sinister, sub-zero killer. And
1: they telling me to just finish up. I be the wicked, witch of the west. I put the halo in the angel dust, my coca is blessed. I spit more than a nigga congested, tried and tested. Sexy yet well respected, you niggas came back.
0: All right, and that was Yara with A Warm Welcome. And let's jump into it with uh, the youngest in charge. Malcolm, your thoughts on Yara and her song, A Warm Welcome.
3: It was a good song. You know, it, was a, it, it created a very, very cool vibe. I feel like um, she's an a, a interesting lyricist. Um, I'll have to do my... I have to look into her, um, her music, and and see um, some some other other songs maybe that she has to see if I actually like her. But it was interesting, you know. Thank you for uh, whoever gave that uh, gave that to us. Yeah, that you know, was Kev's pick. It was a good song.
0: All right, that's what's up. Interesting. Really appreciate that, uh, Malcolm. Let's jump into it with Reaper Reaper, your thoughts on Yara's song?
2: Yeah, man, that was hard. It was hard. Like I was saying earlier, that quote from uh Russell Simmons, sometimes the the realest thing you can do, the rawest thing you can do is just put drums on, on nothing and just rap, just lyrics. You know what I mean? You could say the beat was a little bit rudimentary, like it's not a ton of sounds. But like I said, just that take it back to the block, you know, just straight drums. It's got that deep bass in there and, and just lyrics, just rap. Like, yeah, it was tight. It was tight. That was maybe 15 seconds into it like oh that's tight that's tight so i'd really yeah like to uh look up and see if the rest of the stuff sound like that or is this just sort of a one-off but, all right that's what's yeah, up really appreciate up. that uh for me man i'm telling you uh, a warm welcome by yara is definitely
0: uh some lyricist's love uh definitely for the heads uh I, i'd love to see this lady with some uh some 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 danceable uh production behind her i, I love her voice uh, her flow was a vibe and uh, it, it was something for me. I really appreciate it. It's a good pick for our man, Kev. Kev, your thoughts on why you chose Yara's A Warm Welcome?
1: It's not the typical uh, female vibe that we get from a lot of artists today. And I'm I'm kind of surprised you even said, you know, a danceable beat, you know, Every female doesn't have to have that danceable or radio hit and it's and it's different when one doesn't like this young lady here. Um I, I and I wish I could remember how I discovered her, but and I think she was in a cipher with a whole bunch of dudes, and that's what made me kind of look into her a little bit more. It yeah, it's just I don't know. it's just like it's this is like rap to me. You know what I mean? Like a, a good beat not saying a lot of crazy or unintelligent stuff in your lyrics and i mean and she just she really flowed the the beat and everything just kind of yeah that's what's up together. yeah
0: i really appreciate that man good pick for the week uh let's jump into it now with uh my pick and here we go <laughs>
1: I'm the rapper that other rappers dodge. I'm the spitter that niggas feel like the wrath of God. I'm the artist, your favorite artist DM, but won't acknowledge me in public cause he's fucked if he passed the baton. To a humble don, Stumbled with what is drawn from my lower knops, but I had enough for you Uncle Tom. Dows a layer from Malcolm Slayer, the South for theirs. Crabs in a barrel, we ain't barrels at Talmadge hair. The Bay is my otter bomb and I otter bomb on these bitch niggas and get indicted with autobomb. The kind of kind you only can find.
0: All right, and that was Fear by Man Locksmith, and uh, that was my pick. So let's jump into it with the man that we know is going to come with the fire. It's going to come with the realest realness, the raw diggity, and that's our man Reaper. Your thoughts on my pick, Fear by Locksmith.
2: Yeah, yeah, man, it was hard. It was hard. I'm not going to lie, though. 30, not even 30 seconds in, three seconds in, I was just like, is this Uchi Wally? why are we, we using the Uchi Wally sample? But he freaked it a little bit, and then it dropped out and changed beats part, part of the way through, and it's just like, ooh, that's hard, like that second part. Um, so I don't know if he did that on purpose. Like, let's do sort of a shiny, sort of hilarious Uchi Wally sample followed by this, like, harder second part. But, yeah. I, All right, I that's did. what's up, Reeve. I I really
0: did. appreciate that, man. Let's jump into it with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, your thoughts on my pick uh fear by locksmith.
3: It was a pretty good uh a good choice for this uh the, this segment. The sample, you know, everyone should have known that sample. Um it felt like he was a he could have been Yes. He said this is a locksmith? Okay. Is he does he do anything? No, any- not a battle rapper. Battle He's rap- just an
0: underground dude like Schizo.
3: Yeah. Quite interesting, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed this song. It was um, a good, I guess, minute thirty or two minute, uh, uh, good, good, good run for him. And especially, he really went went hard, and and he ran, he rode over the, I guess, this this sample or this. Yeah, beat this was up. I really well. appreciate
0: that, man. I'm telling you, uh, it, it's the real, is real. So let's jump into it with our anchor man, Kev. Your thoughts on my pick, "Fear" by Locksmith.
1: I'm disappointed in you. I thought you was going to give us French Montana to justify that garbage (laughs) you gave us last show. (laughs) I mean, it it was okay. Uh, I thought it was cannabis for, I I, I was like, it's cannabis or someone a little older until he said he's the best on the West coast. And I was thrown off. I couldn't figure out who it was. All right. That's what's up. Really appreciate that.
0: Kev, uh, for me, the reason for picking it was actually uh, the youngest in charge. Malcolm put me on to uh, K. Slay's uh, uh, efforts that he's been doing over the last couple years with his uh, compilation projects. And I heard Locksmith and I was like, damn, that's just hard. He came in on one of K. Slay's songs right after Ransom. And I was like, if this dude can come in after Ransom and hold his own, I got to check him out. So after that point, I started following his career. And, uh, man, I've just been truly impressed on everything he's put out. He's still underground, not signed to a major yet. But again, just lyrically there where he should be. And um, unfortunately, you know, he's definitely got to keep putting uh, flow on top of uh, Samples but I can't wait to see him in the studio with uh, a real producer and and get some love from him. I would love to see him with uh, uh, our man out of LA. What's our man out of LA uh, name? Harry, uh, Harry fraud. I would love to see him on some tracks with Harry fraud and see how that works out. His voice on top of some Harry fraud beats would be dope. So uh, again, I, I, I'm always picking songs that make me feel good and hearing that Uchi Wally and then going into some real, real, you know, kind of trappish, but not really trappish, heavy bass beats on the backside. I I just it made me feel good. It was really a really a good track. Uh, I really had another track I wanted to play as well. We're going to get into that at some other point. But uh, Big Frida, man, got to show love to her at some point on this show. Cause uh, she just dropped something with Manny fresh and I want the fellas to check it out. Cause uh, 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 big Frida is, is, all that in a bag of chips. All right. And now on to our final song for the flavor and it's from our man reaper. And here we go. Bad bitch, go Throw
3: it back and let me shoot it on the go.
1: Neck full is fucking up the money like
0: See, move cheap, then you back out. All right. And that was our man Kid ink with Go Mode featuring Ism. So I'ma jump in and get my two percent and it gotta show mad love to Reaper for putting in uh some again, like I spoke on earlier, uh uh club Ready, uh song, a danceable song, nothing like hearing a danceable song here and there. Again, that's, that's the DJ and me. I'm always thinking about how to get people on the on the floor. So uh, mad love to him for picking this one. Uh, don't know much about Kid Ink, but definitely going to do some research after hearing this track. And I uh, really, really appreciate that. So let's jump into it with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, your thoughts on Kid Ink Go Mode featuring Ism.
3: This is a good song to play at like a party or I guess due to the drops or just how consistent it is. I enjoy Kid Ink, you know, a good addition to the the segment. Did not know of him prior, so I guess I have to uh, listen to some more music from him. Extremely repetitive, so I guess that's a, a pro for being able to be played in either a party concert or... Or leading up to a, a performance for an artist, this could be a song play, you know, for people to I guess vibe to. So um, it was a, yeah, it was sort a of good mind. song. Appreciate
0: that. Let's let uh, Kev anchor this one. Kev, your thoughts on uh, Kid Inks Go Mode?
1: I, I thought, you know, Reaper always comes through with those those club hits. So um, this is another good selection by him. Yeah, it, it's a good song. I was, you know. We're in different time zones, so I'm kind of getting close to, you know, falling asleep a little bit, so it kind of woke me up. So um, this is something definitely I would, uh, you know, add to the playlist over in the car and uh, or on my way to work, something to kind of, you know, get me going or um, get me up so I'm, you know, ready to go. So, yeah, Yeah, that's what's up, Uh,
0: Reaper. I'm sorry. That's what's up, Kev. Appreciate that, man. Let's jump into it with Reaper and see why he chose Kid Ink's Go Mode.
2: Yeah, just like you said, man, I'm always looking for stuff for the clubs, you know, in the clubs, in the streets pretty much every weekend. And uh, what's going to have people on the floor? Um, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, when the verse starts, the, the beat drops out a little bit. I sort of wish it was... A little bit more consistent throughout um, because I don't really like lulls in uh, my style of play but um, it's hard and it's a it's real upbeat and uh, something to get 2022 going definitely that's what's
0: up really appreciate that Reaper man again just another great episode of the flavor all right so we just like to thank the uh, the uh, listeners for listening we really appreciate you for all the effort that you put into week after week, listening to our project, uh, our our, our little podcast. And we uh, again, going to keep bringing it to you. We got an interview coming up really soon by a young up and coming artist. And uh, that's going to be bonkers because it'll be our first interview and uh, definitely want to bring up. You guys got to go check out DJ Reaper's, uh, end of the year Mix on uh, Cloud. He'll tell you what it is again uh, in, in his outro. But just again, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate all. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. Kev, tell them where they can find us on social media. Uh,
1: on Twitter at MixairRap and on uh,
0: Instagram Thanks, at MixairRap. We pretend that they can find you on social media.
2: Um, I'm at the313kid, the313kid, across all platforms as Twitter, Instagram, WeChat. If you're rocking with WeChat, people in Asia, and Mixcloud. Um, if you're looking for the end of the year mix, the 2021 mix, you can search DJ Reaper MMXXI. That's 2021 in Roman numerals. Mixcloud. So DJ Reaper MMXXI Mixcloud. I'm looking on Bing and Google, and apparently I'm the top. Uh, the top result so that should let you know what time it is right there and there's you know side note there's a lot of other reapers on mixed cloud and on the internet faking and perpetrating but there is only one boss man reaper so yeah yeah that's definitely what's up reaper
0: definitely look for him on that you will not be uh uh uh, it's nothing but mad joy with that i can't wait to listen to it again over the weekend uh the man is super talented i assure you you will truly enjoy it and we again thank you all so much we out of here peace